0: Coming up, public Christmas and New Year's Eve events in Ipswich will look very different this year under COVID. Naming of places and spaces in the Ipswich CBD redevelopment moves a step closer. And the first release of customer numbers for the new Rosewood Library and Council's Service Centre. It's Monday, September 21, 2020, and I'm Alan Roebuck. Welcome to Ipswich Today, which acknowledges the traditional custodians of the land on which it is produced and pays respects to Elders past, present and emerging. This podcast is supported by Kinetics, people-powered web hosting trusted by Australian businesses since 1999. Place and space naming in the redeveloped Ipswich CBD was a hot topic at last week's committee meetings. With a final decision on some names and heritage considerations, deferred to the Council meeting this week on Thursday, September 24. The Ipswich Central Redevelopment Committee was presented with a community survey by General Manager for Coordination and Performance, Sean Madigan.
2: Mayor and Council, this report uh, relates to the community engagement exercise that was undertaken in relation to the naming of our spaces and places in the Ipswich uh, Central Precinct. Uh, As you'd be aware, uh, a report uh, completed by Robert Stayer and activation and naming of places uh, was completed uh, some time ago and presented to the council. Uh, And then, following that, this council requested that we go out and engage with our community around the naming of those places and spaces to test uh, some of the names that had been given and see what ideas are out there in the community. Uh, The engagement was uh, conducted on our Shape Your Ipswich uh, engagement platform. Uh, The results uh, of the engagement are attached uh, to the report. Uh, I do apologise for the number of recommendations there, but it's a a question of how we presented the feedback from the community and then enabled this council to make a decision in relation to those particular items. Um, I can take the report as read and the engagement piece um, is fairly specific in terms of the number of times a name was nominated and the number of likes effectively that each of those got across the community. We do consider this as as a very effective engagement piece. Um, The level of engagement um, for a a council um, matter was actually quite significant to get that many uh, different people involved and interested in it. So it does show that there is an appetite for it. One of the highlights that came out of it there, I think, if we look at it, is Bottle Alley, um, was an interesting one. So, I mean, the the advice uh, early on was probably to go away from Bottle Alley. But I think you'll see in this report that the community has well and truly told us that Bottle Alley is what it is known as and what they would like it known as. An an interesting one. But that's the value of going out to the community and, and testing it, as this council directed us to do.
0: Deputy Mayor Marnie Doyle expressed her support for community consultation. And I,
1: I think it's a great piece of community uh, engagement that's um, that has been undertaken. Uh, and note that there's many people in the community that are very passionate um, about some names and, and, and some of the spaces and, and thank um, everybody for participating. We, um, as your elected representatives, um, I know um, you know, promised and, and committed to to listening um, to what our residents want. Um, that was that was critical yeah. um, to all of our campaigns. So this um, is a good example of where we've we've gone out to the the people, and the people have spoken.
0: With fewer than 100 days until Christmas, recommendations will be put to the Council meeting this week for a revised Christmas program owing to COVID, including for the first time low-cost ticketing to Christmas Wonderland. From the Community, Culture, Arts and Sport Committee, City Events Manager, Joe Jordan. So
3: COVID-19 has had a significant effect on our broader community. Um, As most of you know, most of our major events have actually been cancelled due to the restrictions on mass gatherings. And that has really prevented Ipswich coming together to celebrate as a community. So Christmas is a time where um, families and the community would ordinarily come together en masse. Um, But given that the uh, restrictions on mass gatherings are predicted to stay in place well into next year, Council has made the move to um, develop an adapted program of events for Christmas in Ipswich um, that is compliant with the industry framework for COVID safe events in Queensland that's been endorsed by Queensland Health. So the COVID-Safe adapted format will actually protect um, council's risk exposure, but it will also protect the community's risk exposure as well. Um, key considerations is the ticketing for Christmas Wonderland and also the reformatting of the New Year's Eve celebrations. Um, it is proposed to ticket Christmas Wonderland with a very low-cost. Um, paid ticket Um, we have considered a free ticket for the community um, but all of the research and also consultation as recently as yesterday with our local government working group with all event managers from 11 councils showed that there's up to a 40% dropout in free tickets because there is no perceived value of the ticket. So with such a, um, I'm going to say hot ticket for Christmas Wonderland because we did have 27,000 people go through last year and we have the capacity um, within the COVID safe environment to get 8,000 through this year, we believe that that will put a value on the ticket and people will redeem them and we will get the maximum number of people through to experience the benefit. Um, In terms of New Year's Eve. Um, We're looking at going to a very COVID safe format at the Tivoli Drive-In. They're well set up to stage events and their planning scheme allows them to stage a New Year's Eve event. Um, So we'd look at two events, an early event for families with a movie, a leisure event with live band for, um, I suppose, old families. Um, And key to that is we're um, liaising with Queensland House to look at a number of fireworks displays across the region at relatively undisclosed locations but at high points so they can be enjoyed by the full community. We'll also um, consolidate the New Year's Eve offering across the region, um, so probably for the first time trying to encourage people to celebrate COVID safe and celebrate locally. Um, so the recommendations um, before you um, talk about endorsing that low ticketing, um, sorry, low cost ticketing of Christmas Wonderland, with proceeds going to a local charity. Um, that the general manager be authorised to finalise the terms of that charity um, once appointed through an expression of interest, and also that we approve to move some um, some of the existing New Year's Eve funding across to the Tivoli Drive-in to support them to stage their events.
0: There is still some doubt about some locations across the city under COVID.
3: Whether or not Springfield will still stage their annual event that they do, that hasn't been determined yet. Um, And generally across the board, the trend is at the moment um, is people aren't deciding about Christmas or New Year's Eve right now. So um, some of these decisions will come later than normal. But should Springfield proceed, then um, we were looking at another um, potential location. So we're sort of scoping right across the region.
0: Mayor Teresa Harding.
1: Uh, we're getting more and more young families moving to Walloon and, and Rosewood, uh, mm-hmm. as we've just heard the previous. Um, is there any interest in any the charity groups or church groups or community groups out there in doing something out Rosewood Walloon way at this stage? Uh, well we certainly haven't
3: um, uh, in relation to New Year's Eve, yeah, New Year's yeah, Eve so we haven't discounted Rosewood or Walloon, uh, Walloon as a um, location for those fireworks and that celebration we're, we're currently scoping um, so if there was a direction uh, that um, you know to choose one of the more out regional parts mm-hmm. of um, mm-hmm of Ipswich, if that's the right term, um, you know, in addition to Springfield and um, Ipswich Central, uh, then that would certainly make sense. Uh, I think we probably, uh, if Springfield um, didn't proceed to have um, something at either um, location, also given the, the, um, the amount of families in that Springfield Ripley area. So, you know, certainly open for discussion, that was probably um, the priority.
0: The recently opened Rosewood Library and Customer Service Centre is already proving popular with residents in the western areas of the city. A report presented to committee highlights the first few weeks of operation. Head of Libraries and Customer Service, Sam Chandler.
1: Uh, so at the time of writing the report we had attracted um, 5,499 visitors to, to Rosewood and loaned over 6,000 items um, and we had 299 new members um, and that continue, continues to grow. Um, So we're averaging about 169 visitors per day, um, and 205 loans per day. Uh, So the the time that is most popular is after school, straight after school all at the one time. Um, So um, that's the most popular time and um, Saturdays have also proven to be quite popular. Uh, So the Council Connect is averaging about 20 customers um, per week and half of those in relation to rates. Um, So that's a a service that is still um, quite new, um, but people are getting used to the fact that it's available. Uh, So the innovative technology in Makerspace is very popular, um, and in particular with young users. Um, So that's proven to be be very, very popular. Uh, Since opening, um, the attendance and loan activity is um, slightly above what we had expected. Um, But overall, it is very, very positively received
0: by the local
2: community.
0: Ipswich Today is supported by Kinetics, people-powered web hosting trusted by Australian businesses since 1999. This podcast is also listener-supported. If you like what you hear, please make a once-only gift or regular donation to help keep it online. Just go to ipswitchtoday.com.au and click the donate button at the bottom of the page. You can subscribe for free and share this podcast from your favourite app, including iHeartRadio or play Ipswich Today from your smart speaker. Music is supplied by Purple Planet Music. This is Alan Roebuck. Thanks for listening. From legendary locals we all know to people you should get to know. Follow Ipswich Today on your favourite app and never miss an episode, or go to ipswichtoday.com.au.